What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of 12 Minds and the Footballs. Calling it another after such a long time, like five months. This whole coronavirus stuff is, is, is actually crazy. But yeah, you know, welcome to a new episode of um, 12 Minds and the Football. I guess a coronavirus episode, even though we're supposedly close to the end of the pandemic no matter of fact let me not even say that before before they say that i'm pushing fake news we are not close to the end of the pandemic we are not even near it because the numbers i'm still seeing like in this coronavirus thing is everybody still needs to stay home man. like or okay let me not say stay home because I mean, I guess we are going out now, like there are, things are getting open again and if you have a job, you, you're you going to go to your job now and stuff like that. But it's like uh, guidelines, you know, uh, wearing masks and all that stuff, distancing everything because I feel like we're st- it's still a dangerous situation. Like it's, 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 I almost feel hypocritical saying this because you know, I wouldn't say I wear masks every time. Like, I wear them, you know, but I wouldn't say I wear them every time. But it's like, I guess everybody kind of has seen that um, people who it didn't affect affect personally are the people who, I guess, I guess are feeling like the thing is done with. I don't know how to say it. It's like, you know, when you have seen, because initially, obviously, there was a panic, you know, people buying stuff, buying tissue paper, buying everything. Remember how that stuff was going, you know, but then I guess the panic kind of started dying a bit when people started seeing that it's more people who have vulnerable immune system, older people, stuff like that. I'm not saying like other younger people even got it, some babies or like small kids even died of it. But I'm saying like most people now started seeing that, you know, it's not everyone that is going to get it. And if I've been around my family and nothing happened, I think as the time was passing, everyone was getting it, the numbers were increasing. I guess the threat started seeming not as close to home anymore as people uh, uh, for people. So it's I guess that's why they are feeling like they need to restart everything. I still feel like it's very early. Excuse me to restart everything back, but here we go. <laughs> like you know, it's starting back again. But yeah, you know, after five months, I think the last one I did was December thirty first, man. I I I, I had uh, which is still before coronavirus closed, but I just. I didn't have my mind right, man. Like, I wasn't in the right place in my mind, like, to be doing episodes and stuff. Like, and I wasn't exactly following stuff at that time, which links to being, my mind being right. But, you know, uh, let's forget about that one. So, talking about everything opening back up now, we obviously, uh, this is obviously a football podcast. You know, I still just had to say something about the coronavirus. Obviously, there's nothing, everything has to do with that now. But, you know, Bundesliga is back, or at least I'm. I'm. You know, there's. There's. I've been checking my one football app actually, and clearly, obviously, football is going on in other places that is not Bundesliga. But Bundesliga is obviously one of the top five leagues, one of the leagues that you know some of our favorite players play in and everything. You know, and during this whole coronavirus thing, we have been looking to. We have been looking to see sports obviously being uh, uh, out of, like, obviously being one of the things that has been shut down. Because I've, I've, I never thought I would see a time when sports will be shut down. I never thought I would see a time when sports will be shut down. It, it, it's sports and school, you know, those two kind of surprised me. Like, I, 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 I went and read up on it. Apparently, it's happened before because there have been pandemics before, but it's, that was way, way back before my own time, probably even before my mother's time. But it's like, 
when uh, uh, school and sports were shut down the way it was, like I was so surprised. And obviously, our favorite sports, football, basketball, everything, teams, <clears throat> that's it. So players start to start living. It's almost like the players become as human as they've ever been, like being professional players. You know, we're always seeing them as TV people, everything. They have more money, all that stuff. But now it affected everyone where it even shut down all that stuff for watching. They became as vulnerable too like as they've ever been and just like human like everything so even though they have always been but i guess you know the, you get the sense of what i'm saying but anyway they came back bundesliga like and uh um it started off with a bang in in it's i wouldn't say it necessarily started off with a bang but it, it kind of did but yeah it's it's mostly i would just say mostly that first week i was very impressed with dortmund obviously and people like Holland uh, coming back and still Holland still the talk of the town. I'm saying, you know, you, now that football is trying to come back up, uh, I even heard uh, they said Ceballos, or I read somewhere that Danny Ceballos said the Premier League will start soon too. I guess he leaked it maybe like in June, apparently June 20th. Even basketball, they are talking about playing in Disneyland. Like they are, I think they have picked out a. They want to you know play in one place, like in neutral ground, and I think they are trying to pick out Disneyland for like July. So. It looks like everything is coming back up slowly, one by one. You know, Bundesliga clearly started first in all these leagues and everything. But it's like, what if second wave goes ahead and hits now? Because there's news of new uh, 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 um, new cases in China, like big cases, like more cases and stuff. Of you know, it's coming back up again. And I'm like, and people are still dying, obviously here where I am in America and even other places and everything. But it's like is everybody going to go back again to lockdown that's my own question you know is everything going to shut back down again and definitely at that point you will just end the season now that's if that second wave wave happens before the season ends you know is it going to go back to shut down you know what's going to happen or is that even going, how is the second wave going to be basically like what's going to happen that's that's it's just a question i have and i'm not really asking anyone per se but i'm just it's something i'm thinking about clearly obviously if you're going to have to go to lockdown you will go to lockdown again now which you know because i mean nothing is more important than health but it's just going to be crazy because i mean i it's not anyone's fault let's just call it that let's i don't know what china had to what China really had to do with it, like, you know, in the sense of how much they knew what they were doing or what was going on, but let's leave it. This is not a political thing. But anyway, uh, Bundesliga, like I was saying, so uh, let me go back, though, after asking what I was asking. Uh, Bayern, they didn't seem quite there, like that first game after COVID. They seemed a bit sluggish, you know. I, I wouldn't say they looked tired, but just... You know they look like they would the players look like they were running as normal everything like yeah but it's just the 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 chemistry the team chemistry and everything seemed a bit off but obviously that's expected but i i actually i was i was quite impressed with with the fitness and the the level of alertness and sharpness i guess of most of the players that's what i have to say because i know obviously they were still training during lockdown but i still feel like no matter how much someone is training at home i know yeah they have computers that are watching them or whatever it is they say uh, uh, apparently they are tracking them seriously even when they were at home like you know you you got to, it's not it's not like they give you homework and you go home and you can't do it or you're not going to do it or something because i guess they are getting paid for it so it's like i guess they they actually have to do all those things they said they, they are doing at home you know not just oh i've been at home you know training my free kicks all those things running they have to do all the core exercises i guess that the coaches or you know that they would do on a normal training day or whatever all them other things you know them other things that they train on say things like 
practicing free kicks, for example, I'm pretty sure that's that will be mostly up to the player, except if you're a set piece taker, mostly, you know. But things like all those other things are probably the player themselves that will pick, you know, that will train themselves on that. But more basic drills like you know touches and whatever runs and even stretches and the, the more physical stuff and all that stuff is i guess they are they were really they are really tracking them and stuff but uh <laughs> it was still funny how that maguire thing happened though if they were really tracking them i don't know if it was fake or if it was true the one about him lying about uh or you know using a an old run for a new time again and stuff like he ran again but if they are tracking them they're tracking them but it seems like they are though from my united zone it looks like um you know they are they actually tracking the players so um i was quite surprised at how alert they are yes because what exactly what i'm saying is no matter how much they are tracking you at home you're working from home everything home is still going to be home <laughs> like yeah i feel like you you just won't be as serious you probably they're not i feel like they're not going to watch every single thing they eat and all that stuff you know especially when they're at home with their family during this coronavirus time so you know, I expected some rustiness. I did. It's still not. It's not such a long time. Let me not even lie. Matter of fact, it's like that's maybe I'm maybe I'm even exaggerating. Self, it's not such a long time. A lot of us have not played football for what sometimes you might say you have not even played organized football for a year. Like, and you still come back and you can still touch. You'll be rusty, but you can still touch a bit. So I wouldn't say. I mean, coronavirus has been around around for a while now. Like, it's been how many months now? Let's call it core months. Has been what March, April, May let's say a call like four three to four months is why we have been is how we've been dealing to, uh, with this stuff or something like that so um you know I, I i was quite surprised at their their sharpness is what i would say especially like on a big field and everything like they're professionals no doubt so it's not that i expected too less but still they did quite well for people who have been out like i mean all the players and everything they were looking they were not looking at out of shape and everything so it, it was cool but i still felt like bayern were behind but um uh you know uh, what they call it i i i also still thought obviously the football without the fans was was terribly soulless soulless is the only word to use to describe it because you know i feel i feel like people were doing it like they have never seen football without fans like we have watched all those games where they kind of they lock the 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 games where they ban the fans, for example, or half of the stadium or the whole stadium or play behind closed doors, all that stuff. I I I feel like it's it's the same thing, but it's I feel like it's 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 the the intensity of this one and the reason behind this one happening and the way and how dead it really actually is because. Say the ones where they ban the people from the stadium. I'm pretty sure there are still some people in there in the sense of other people people that work in the stadium just random people every other person like yeah but this one is it was i'm pretty sure it's strictly the people who are supposed to be in there no other stuff no random so it's the whole place literally was dead you can hear every every player talking it just there's no there's no so you know this stadium that would normally be bouncing for example like dortmund stadium you know that kind of stuff there's no soul to it. Imagine Dortmund Stadium being soulless. That's one of the most lively stadiums like there is in the whole world. <laughs> we know about the other yellow wall and stuff. So it's you know it's the real question is how how long till we actually get fans back? But I, I'm happy football is back. Like I'm I'm gonna take that obviously all day. Like I I I would rather that than no football like the, I can't believe we have not been watching football actually. But I'm happy it's back and I guess Premier League is. On their way too and uh, 
Yeah, so, um, you know, Bayern, I didn't think they were sharp enough. If Lewandowski got on the score sheets from the penalty spot, you know, uh, I guess past 40 goals again for how how many seasons, apparently. You know, he's, he's, he has been putting up some good numbers. I've been saying this stuff since that Lewandowski is the perfect striker, but since the time I've been pushing that agenda, it's been a long time, man. Like, people, that was even the time when Suarez was still reigning as a top striker, as the main striker, everything. I told people since, Lewandowski is the main guy he's what you want your striker to be like but people don't get it like you know until now that i guess everybody has finally seen it now especially after he scored them five goals in quick succession it was during that time that people started really giving him the respect he fully deserved but this boy has been cold-blooded since dortmund he has been fully cold-blooded since dortmund was it not him that did real madrid anyhow like yeah i don't know why people could not see that the guy was just cold-blooded <laughs> like yeah he came to Bayern still cold-blooded you know the, he's just perfect in all the ways of what you want as a center forward you know but I guess he's getting his flowers now though so that's good but anyway um yeah so but this new uh, uh this new um this this uh this last uh, week this sorry this past weekend Bayern they were a bit sharper this weekend and I, I like their play a bit more I think they are, they are real secret now to being to playing well like under Hansi Flick because Hansi Flick's record has been incredible since he 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 took over after uh, they fired what's his name Nico Kovac but they are I'm not saying that that's their only secret obviously but okay personally that's what I'm just going to call it personally I'm happy to see Thomas Muller back I'm so happy like back in the sense of he has been around but I mean like he's he's reaching the levels we 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 knew about mula like in the early 2010s you know like that kind of stuff where you know how mula was like he's 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 influ- he's in, he's so influential in the game again like because i feel like the last coach or i don't know if his coach is but i'll say last coach especially you know mula has been you know they, they they didn't it's like they didn't really rate him like that you know he has been being played here and there not played and you know it has been shaky ground for him like in Bayern for like I guess recently like in recent years and stuff but Muller is back <laughs> he's back like his, his play his link up play everything is back and stuff so I think I think uh, I'm happy for him personally but I think he's he's a key uh, 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 part of Bayern's like this Bayern that is rolling the way it's rolling under Hansi Flick and stuff Hansi Flick obviously is going to continue like yeah so it's, 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 it's I just wanted to point out Muller's um, um, Mola's uh, impact on the on the team. Also, obviously, Alfonso Davies. I'm about to talk to him, but like, is a few people like yeah, Alfonso Alfonso Davies is one person, and it's good to also see Neuer coming back a bit too. That game against um, who did they just beat five two? They just beat they just beat Eintracht Frankfurt five two. Neuer was on his full ball player stuff. So it's it's these are Neuer Neuer has been injured for a long time. So to see him coming back to his 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 not obviously his peak i wouldn't say he's back to a place where he's the best keeper in the world still again but it looks like he's coming back to his normal ball player self you know in the sense of confidence like he's controlling his area everything he's doing what he he we, we knew about him doing like in 2014 time and all that stuff like yeah so like around World Cup time those days so yeah it was it's it's it's, it's what it is but that game that particular game that was a really good game the 5-2 game against Frankfurt because Bayern seemed to have everything under control like 3-0 everything was going and all of a sudden that's Hinteregger guy and what was funny about it is how 
the 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 commentator just had just said how much Frankfurt are dangerous on uh, at at set pieces, and they happen to score. Like in, I, I guess I would say Bayern's defense defending was really poor from the set pieces. But going by the stats, which uh, uh, Frankfurt's record says uh, uh, they have, they scored twelve goals from set pieces. You know, that's this is before going into that game. They had scored twelve goals from set pieces and ten of those from corners. You know, so twelve from general set pieces, but ten specifically from corners. But obviously, now that they have scored those two goals, now it's now fourteen goals in you know, yeah, from set pieces and twelve from corners. So before that time, they were already dangerous, which is basically what the commentator was saying. But then only to, for them to go ahead. <laughs> And you know, score two. But I guess that game was a Hinterega game because he ended up scoring an own goal at the end of the game anyway. But he 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 scored two really nice goals, like especially that second one, that second header. That header was incredible. Like you what a bullet header. Like Bayern were nowhere to be found. But uh, uh, they you know they 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 hustled and they came back. You know that's what I'm saying. They they have not been looking too sharp in a certain sense, but they hustled and they came back. You know so. Uh, coming back 5-2 still showed character so their mind is still set and they are still playing like Bayern speaking about that game now Alfonso Davies has to be talked about <laughs> like yeah because he scored the fourth goal in that game but I'm talking about him in the sense of I want to talk about him and what his future is going to hold because I think he's what 19 years old or is it is he still 18 no I think he's 19 yet now you know and I know uh, first knowing Alfonso Davies when he was just about to Moved to Bayern. I know we knew him as a left winger, and he, he, that's his preferred position. I think even till now. But he has been playing left back, obviously, like at Bayern, because I guess there are people who are going to play left wing. Gnabry uh, play, uh, plays, you know, there's Kingsley Coman. They brought in Perisic. You know, people people a bit ahead of him in sense of experience and I guess even skill. You know, at least at that point. You know to play over there so they 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 played him at left back because he he will still give that attacking uh since he's a left winger he still has that attacking mentality but he's athletic enough because i think that's his key he's one of his key attributes he's very athletic he's athletic enough to still be defensive he's a hard-working player you know he's everywhere he has good stamina and stuff so, um, you know, so he has been excelling at left back and people, I guess, have people really keyed into it, especially when people really keyed into that, his, uh, Davies as a really true youngster. He's been keyed into since people have been talking about him, you know, but when people really, the whole world fully looked into him was that game against Chelsea. And so since that time, people have been saying that, you know, he, he, you know, there are people even calling him one of the best left backs in the world, all that stuff. I mean, of his performances, they're not wrong. But my question is, is he still going to, is he, is he going to be a, is he going to be a long-term uh, 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 answer for Bayern at, at left back or are they just still using him now? Because, you know, they had a lot of injuries, especially in defense. That's one. And also two, you know, just to try something new, like, and also because I know, I mean, if they are trying to buy Sunny, we all know Sunny is a left midfielder. I, it doesn't look like they have a hope of putting Davis up front in his position of left wing or whatever. Like, you know, if you're still trying to buy a big money signing and a young guy like Sunny, who is basically still very young, you know, I mean, obviously you're buying him for a long time. You're not only buying. If you're buying Sunny now, you're not buying him for to keep him for only two years. You're buying him with the hope that he stays with your club. Look for the rest of his life if he can. If you know, depending on how good he's going, so it's like that doesn't 
bode well for Davis's future at that left wing. But then the question now is, being as he's becoming as good as he's becoming, I wonder if Bayern have a problem with will have a problem with with him in the sense of say he actually you know if you if you if you, you I mean you can you can you can call the shots if you if you're good you know you you gotta you have to back up what you're calling but if you're that good yeah what if he starts to say he really wants to play left wing you know I know he, he he's not greater than the club obviously Bayern can sell him but it's like can they really afford to sell him like is it is he is he he's if he gets that good you know can they convince him to continue to play left back for them and maybe become like a Marcelo, like a new type of Marcelo, or even Alaba that is even the left back right before him, like you know, an attacking left back, a technical, like good left back, like that, and everything. Or, you know, are they going to try and play him in his left wing? But like I said, if Gnabry, them are there and you're still buy, trying to buy Sunny, you know, I it doesn't look like as Fonso Davis is your plan. You might you might put him in there one game, two games. He might play there and, you know, if you rotate the squad and, you know, here and there some people play different positions and stuff like, yeah, you know, uh, he might, but it's, I feel like he might become a conundrum, but it might not be too, you know. The boy might be so grateful to Bayern and just continue playing. And he's, he's, the thing though is he's getting playing time, even at that left back, and he's putting in good performances. So he might just decide to play there. That's just the thing. You never know because it's not taking anything away from him. He's he's assisting. He's scoring goals here and there. You know, he's putting in. People are respecting him in that position. So he might become a left back. Who knows? But then I just know that he's a left wing player, like originally. So who knows how satisfied he's going to be if he's going to want to move and play there to somewhere he can play there or if he's going to play left back or you know remember that just reminded me that Bale actually started at left back <laughs> that's random but yeah it's it's that's crazy man Bale actually started at left back but yeah it's, it's the same kind of thing you know but yeah so speaking of Bayern and and Alfonso Davies and that left back stuff you know who moved away for him you know Alaba moved into he has been playing CB center back for them like and I can see obviously how he can play there yeah like I said all this stuff mostly came from them having the injuries that they've had, like in defense and even in midfield. Apparently, even Alcantara is injured again now. Uh, he's not going to be available for 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 the game against Dortmund tomorrow. But uh, you know, Alaba in centre back, I noticed obviously it gives them a full ball playing guy there, which everybody this this is the modern game. Everybody likes to have a ball playing player uh, in centre back. You know, it's not just rough guys you have or physical guys or you know guys that can just clear ball or you know that kind of you know you have you you have proper ballers in centre back. Most people centre back could strike for other people even play midfield. <laughs> like you know, so it's like uh, Alaba who has played midfield for Austria played different positions in his life, played left midfield for Bayern, even left back. We all know he's technically good, tactically good. You know, so he's he's actually a right player to have moved into the centre-back position. I feel like he could grow into that. He could, but he could also, you know, do something else. Because I've heard rumours, there have been rumours where he 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 has been rumoured to, to want to leave. Like, there, there have been rumours that he, he wants to leave and, every, and, and stuff like that. So, it's, it's possible he could move. But it's also possible. It's also possible that he could stay and just play a centre back and just transition into that. Yeah. So you know, I just wanted to point that out. I was talking. I just wanted to point the the, the thing on 
Alphonse Davis out and also, you know, see what his future holds. I feel like him being what he is, he's going to, he's, or not being what he is, but he seems like a humble kid and, and level-headed. He will continue to play at left back for Bayern, especially Bayern is Bayern is a high-level club. You wouldn't want to leave, especially if you're not just leaving to anywhere that can really guarantee you star status and marquee signing, and maybe you even play the left wing you really want to play. But you you never know; he might be getting his full potential at left back. Maybe they have realized that. So it's like like I said, he's doing well there, and Alaba is actually doing all right at CB. I see how he can play there, and he's playing it well, like actually. So yeah. Um, I mean, they are putting. Uh, they can put a man like Lucas Hernandez on bench now. Lucas Hernandez can actually play those two spots, but Alfonso Davies could put, has been putting him on bench at left back, and you know, in centre back, I guess he has been injured. Like I think he has been injured recently. He just came back recently, but Alaba really could bench him if he's not careful too. Like you know, but I know he he was bought as a marquee signing for centre back, but we'll see what happens if Alaba is going to move back to his left back position with the kind of good performances Davis is putting in. That might be hard to do. So that that that's that's something we need to watch, like when everybody's coming back and all that stuff. But yeah, uh talking about people transitioning to center backs, I feel like just it's early to call and you know there's still a long career ahead of him. Wan Bisaka obviously will be good at that. I feel like if and any any normal football mind would have seen that by now. <laughs> like yeah, Wan Bisaka will be excellent as a centre back. Like if he if he say he starts to when he grows older and he starts to lose space and if he drops into the centre back, he will be incredible there. He could be like a Maldini of the right side, <laughs> like or something. I don't know. Like because that guy clearly is a def- def- defensive specimen. Wan Bisaka. Like I'm actually so happy to see him. You, you only see types of him, a few of him every generation. He's actually a generational player in the sense of defense. That's what people don't know. Like, you know, it's not, it's not, generational player doesn't have to be someone who scores a million goals. You know, like he does all the tricks in the book. Ronaldo, them, you know, I mean, I'm talking about Delima, you know, Flash, yeah, even Cristiano, everybody, yeah, big. You can be generational and be generational for defense. You know, I feel like he, he, Wambisaka could really be, I call that kind of generational player because he, he, he can defend. He, he can defend. Like people don't get past him. You know, he's becoming a thing that is known. I'm not saying that he has met a lot of people. Yeah, he hasn't even played in Champions League like that and stuff. But yeah, so it's like there are still people that have tests. You know, that he has to pass their tests and they have to also pass his tests, however you want to say that. But it's like Wambisaka is becoming known where it's like that guy is a problem. And I I I I appreciate defense, obviously, one, because I'm a defender, because you know, yeah, it's 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 obviously it comes naturally to me. But two, because he actually knows how to defend. People think defending is acting how to defend. You kind of hover around and stuff. You actually have to defend. I don't let me not even get into that. But what my whole point is, Wambisaka will be incredible as a center back like say he he because i mean he's not short even in the sense of height all he needs probably is just a bit more body which he doesn't even need if he doesn't want it you can still be skinny too and you know long-legged but it's not about that stuff the center back is about having sense mostly self it's not even about too much pace it's not about yeah it's about knowing what you're doing is intelligence and reading the game perfectly you know so and i and he reads it perfectly with his defensive distinct so you know, I think he'll be somebody that'll be good there. So yeah, that's just I just wanted to say that about Wambisaka randomly, but like yeah. But yeah, uh, speaking of still speaking of Bundesliga though, still speaking of Bundesliga, 
Sancho hasn't started like the last two games that Bayern, that Dortmund played. I'm pretty sure he's going to start tomorrow. And they were probably resting him for that game. You, you never know though. You know, Dortmund have been playing very well. I feel like they're going into tomorrow. I feel like they're looking like the sharper team. Bayern just won 5-2, no doubt. But it's like Dortmund were even sharp from the first match. So it's like, I feel like they're rolling. You know, I, I never know what the score could possibly be. But I'm not going to say, I'm saying from the way they have both looked, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Dortmund beat them tomorrow. That's all I'm going to say about it. Like like yeah, because I I want to say that I'm sure that Dortmund might just nick the game. But you know I know Bayern I know Bayern Bayern have something over them teams in <laughs> in Bundesliga. And obviously like I said they were gaining their sharpness back even from that second game. And now being the the classical, regardless of they're going to miss the fans, man. The classical will miss the fans so hard like they will miss the fans. But regardless of that, it is what it is, you know. But it's it's another important match for Dortmund. They just played Schalke and stuff. That was a big derby. Beat them 4-0. They want to go into this this Bayern one too, like with full head on and everything. But Bayern coming from the Frankfurt with 5-2 now, like you know, it's it they they, they weren't perfect, you know. Especially like from corners, the way we saw, they were not perfect. But it's 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 uh, and you know, as opposed to Dortmund, who really haven't considered these first two games. So it's it's. I think Bayern will concede a few goals. They might concede up to two. But I feel like I, I feel like that match will be interesting. Sadly, I might not get to watch it because I will be going into work. But uh, it will be interesting to watch. And I think Sancho might start that. You know, uh, he assisted. He assisted in the last game. I think. Yeah, he assisted a goal in the last game. I think because. Yeah, it was the last game because that the game before that he came in to uh, towards the end. I don't even think he did much. But yeah, he has 16 assists in 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 the Bundesliga like right now, which apparently is a Bundesliga record. Don't fully quote me, but I heard that like recently that's a record record in Bundesliga I guess for a season. But then guess who is on top of him still? Muller got his 17th assist. So that shows you if Mula is setting records even now, then you can tell he's he's fully coming back to he's enjoying his football, you know, and it's it's, it's also it's reflecting on Bayern. You need those kind of players, the key the key Bayern players and key you know the respected players and their senior players to be playing well. Exactly, Robin Ribery left, you know, is them Mula them Mula Neuer, you know, they they need their key players to play well. You know, Boateng played the other day. You know, it's not that. He's it's not that he's a key player, but he's an experienced long time Bayern guy. Like, yeah, so it's like they, they need their senior guys to play well sometimes, but their junior guys are doing well to cover Kimmich and all of them. But yeah, you know, that's uh that's what I was saying. So um Mola is on 17, just like I was saying. So he's he's doing pretty well. So uh Sancho, the whole talk with him is still whether he's going to go to United or no. I, I honestly don't think it's this summer at least. Everybody's saying that it could still happen this summer. I really don't think it's this summer. I feel like if it's going to happen, it's probably going to... At this point, it's going to be next summer. This coronavirus has has shaken up a lot of stuff. So I don't think it's going to be this summer, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, if he's even going to move to United. But everyone thinks he's so, so, so... Uh, uh, bang on that he's going to move. Because someone was even asking that. Someone, someone was even saying on Twitter that they haven't seen uh, uh, a... a a, a sure banker like this for Man United since Ibrahimovic or Pogba was coming, which I mean, I remember those times. Those two seemed like they, everyone already knew where they were coming to. You know, those ones were sure, but it's what is seeming like with Sancho too, with the Rashford friendship, everything, the money that Man United has, obviously. But um, 
yeah, you know, I, I, I honestly don't know, man. I don't know. if It would be funny if we end up not buying him, but I can see us getting him, being that I think the next highly linked people with him were Chelsea. Was Chelsea, sorry. Not that they can still get him, but he just got Ziyech, you know, and Ziyech has not even gotten the chance to kick one ball. You never know what he can add to the, back to their team. Police them are still there. I, you know, I don't, I don't see them getting Sancho, which only leaves us because he's, he's just so linked to Man, Man United that I'm pretty sure maybe it is sure the way they're saying it, but. I'm not. I won't put my money on this this summer. I might put it on next summer, but not this summer. Like, yeah, I think everything will just continue. Everybody will stay like normal this summer at least. If especially if it's, if this whole thing goes on for us, how long do we know it's going to go for? <laughs> like, yeah, you know. So it's like, and like I said, like I asked earlier in the thing, second wave or no second wave, how are we gonna know? Like, yeah. So is that is that is that uh, that's what I'm saying. So. I don't know. Not everybody. Okay, let me not say everybody is going to stay put. But I mean, I mean, really the big, big money signings. But someone like when am I moved though? Because the the Liverpool thing too is strong with him, you know. And he just scored three more goals like uh, this match day, just a hat trick and everything. Still calling on Liverpool. Him, he looks like he really wants that Liverpool move. I don't know how someone like uh, Roberto Firmino feels about it. Not to talk less of someone like Origi. <laughs> Origi will always be a Champions League hero, though I guess even if they sell him at the end of the day to bring in someone else or whatever, he can leave Anfield knowing that and he will always be liked by the Liverpool fans, even if it's just for that one reason. But what I'm saying is, I don't know what that means for them, them two strikers, Firmino and, 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 and Origi. I still feel like Origi, I, don't, I can't speak too much on him, but I feel like Firmino, still, Firmino might still have a lot to offer. This, this, this new Liverpool with him as their striker now and everything and them just playing well being the dominant guys now are we are they going to try and start removing it after two years or that's what i'm asking or is it three years or what you know are you going to now change Firmino? i feel like if you change Firmino, it could even be better who knows they might they might get along with when perfectly but i feel like it's all the camaraderie and the brotherhood itself that also helps in 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 in, in, in teams that dominate you know they they it's not it's except you being that good on the team they know you know it's they, they have become a family kind of for the most part even if some of them might say they don't get along but it's it's, it's the understanding the regular understanding of Mane, Firmino and Salah they they know themselves everything you know yeah so it's like you never know how anyone might react and you know i just don't know what's going to happen with that and it's also a key factor in club like teams you know you know club is an emotional kind of guy and you know he likes his team to be happy and everybody get along and you know he's a let's call him a good guy in that sense like you know so it's like it would be big but when i is his is his is his is his uh, uh compatriot so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I guess they could find a way to still make it work. Like you know, money, money, salad, Femino, and 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 when I honestly don't know. But also, someone might someone might just leave, man. But honestly, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. That's all I can say about the the when I want. But like yeah. But I'm saying a lot of big money ones. It's, it's increasingly looking like Pogba is going to stay. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to say about Boba one too. Because here and there they try to bring up another thing about Juventus or Real Madrid, but I, I don't know. It's increasingly looking like that, you know. But Man United finished the went into the COVID nineteen in a good note. You know, Lee was looking quite impressive. I still don't know where I stand. I, I, I still don't. 
say that I stand fully with Ole, like fully, but I'm going to surely say now that I'm not going to say that I'm I'm on the Sakole thing as much. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm fully, I'm, I'm not even fully on defense anymore. I'm, I'm really, I'm not even going to lie, I'm rolling towards his side. I'm, see, that's the fact. Like, if I'm telling myself the truth, at this very moment, where's the date? You know, May 25th. If I think about Legon Social, I'm not thinking about him so much in such a bad way. Like, the way I was a bit earlier in the season, you know, and at the end of last season and stuff. So, I, I, I won't say I'm still on a sack him thing. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some things. Some things, you know, let me, let me call it some things, you know. And then the plans for the future. Obviously, Bruno coming in has had a, as I said, child, that was a serious age factor thing. And I'm not even Yoruba. But anyway, leave that one. Bruno coming in, <laughs> Bruno coming in has added a a, 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 a big, you know, uh, it's like a big jolt of like electric shock in Man United and Manchester itself. You know everything. You know he got into team of the season, and he only played like four games. That's how electric they know that he has been, and the the effect he has had. Even though I feel like he shouldn't have been in that team, Henderson shouldn't have won Player of the Year. You know, I don't know, but I'm, I'm honestly not in the mood to speak about Player of the Year. We can just leave it for this season, man, it's, and all that stuff. Coronavirus has just ruined everything. The only thing they can that anyone really deserves now is give Liverpool their title. Like yeah, I feel like they they, sh- they maybe they shouldn't even relegate guys, but automatically if you if one person wins, relegation will have to happen now. Or if relegation happens, you got you're gonna have to give it to Liverpool now. Like yeah, so it's like you can't do one side and leave the other side. You can. I'm not the board, you know. Board can do what they like, like Premier League board and all that stuff. They can do what they like, but it's like I'm just saying you got to balance the thing. You won't relegate guys and say we will not finish the season and not give title. Or we will give the title. That's if they are not, if they are still shaky on starting and restarting and everything, but it's looking like they're going to restart. I mean, Bully has already started these two matches in. They're about to be on their third match day. So before you know it, and apparently uh, the rumors that La Liga is starting on June 8th, you know, people are back in training. Messi is back, shaved, you know, looking like himself from when he was young. He's like, coronavirus may I have vexed him. Or maybe he won't start from, a, like, from beginning again. <laughs> Imagine Messi score, like, another 500 goals. <laughs> Let me even leave it. <laughs> that guy is a thief. Like, I swear. So, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say, man. Like, um, it's what, those are, those, those are, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Like, yeah, uh, them, them big money transfers, I don't know. This coronavirus is not making it very easy to call what is really going to happen. So yeah, but um, what else is going on? I heard about a rumored injury to Ibrahimovic. I don't know if they have confirmed it. They might have, but I'm thinking it might be the end of his career because you know we saw Adurith just come out how many days ago to retire because apparently because of a hip injury and obviously. He would have liked to come back, but with the whole coronavirus thing and the uncertainty of it, I guess he just went ahead and retired, you know, which is respect to Adiris. The guy, especially towards the end of his career, the guy became a, a formidable striker and everything. You know, we, we, we know he can score goals. So that's what we saw. So the thing is, if Ibrahimovic has like an Achilles injury now, the question is, is that going to be the end of Ibrahimovic? Uh, like, uh, is he going to retire just from there or... You know, is he going to is he going to continue like come back? But because I know who Ibrahimovic is and how much pride he has, he would not like to go out this way. 
that's 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 what I feel like. I feel like he would not like to go out this way. I feel like he's he's that kind of person that would like to step off on his own terms. Like, you know, not because injury stopped him and then he just went ahead and retired, you know. I feel like Rybovich feels like that's that kind of stuff is beneath him. Like, yeah, you know, so he he will want to actually still come back again. Then now retire fully fit, not, you know, not you know, yeah, that kind of thing. So my mind is inclining that you might think he'll retire, but depending on how things are going, I think he'll come back. Like, yeah, you know. But he, you know, he might be he might just be reasonable and call time or whatever. But who am I to call what is reasonable? He's still scoring goals. So, you know, I feel like he could still come back. Like, yeah, so we'll see. But going off his own mindset, I, I don't think he will let injury be what sent him out. He will want to walk off like the way Jordan said on the last dance. Shout out to the last dance. I, I enjoyed them that series. Like it was, you know, I like to see greatness. <laughs> like yeah, like, that's just I just like to see greatness. But yeah, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, Jordan said he would like to walk off the court when he wants, not when he can't play anymore and stuff like that. So that same kind of mindset, I feel like Ibrahimovic will not call time just like that. He he could, but we'll see. Me, I'm predicting he won't. I think he will still want to come back. So yeah, I also had. Uh, speaking of injuries, I also had uh, Joe Felix injured ligaments. I just at this point, I just feel sad for him, man. Like I just feel sad for him because I know how good he is. Some people have been have been trolling that he's a flop and stuff, you know. Yeah, which yeah, it hasn't been going so well. But I feel like some people already predicted it. Like I said, shout out to Footy on Paper podcast. A lot of people were saying that it's not going to be cool for him to go to. Me personally, I thought he was going to be great in Atletico Madrid. This is exactly what I thought was going to happen. I thought they would they would give him a star role. You know where. I don't know. Maybe he's just not that kind of player. But I've seen what he can do. It's just where where you're this where you're the star, and every other person is playing like Atletico. I don't, you know, Atletico they play like a system. Every man is equal to themselves, you know. But still, when they had someone like Griezmann, you know, even though he fit into their system and played according to their system, he was still giving some leeway. Probably he would still take a shot if he if he feels like he should. He was still the marquee player. So I thought that's what they would do with Felix. I don't know if he's too young for them to do that or what. But it's like, I thought that's what they would do where Atletico is Atletico going how it will be. But he's allowed to run the show, so to speak. Especially like when they now attack, like in front. Shout out to them, though, for beating Liverpool. Shout out to them. That one, no one must forget that. Coronavirus will not allow us to forget that. Marcos Llorente, I see you, boy. I see you. I wanted my United to buy him, but... You know, I'm, who am I to tell my United stuff? I wish I would work for them and just do all these kind of jobs that I really tell them. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's in my future. We'll see. But, yeah, shout out to this thing. So, uh, to to Atletico. So, yeah, that's what I thought about Joao Felix. You know, I thought it was... I thought he was. I thought uh, he was going to. It was going to work out for him like that. But it's like maybe the system is really hindering him, and he needs to go to somewhere where it is more forward thinking and more free and more attacking. You know, like yeah, I don't know. You know, I wanted him at Man United, but I, I don't know. We don't have the money, obviously now. Plus, as Atletico are bought in for how much they are bought in, they are going to have to figure out a way to play it, unless someone else is going to try and buy him from them. Which the only other person I feel like that can do that is someone like Real Madrid. And, you know, he will have to move from Atletico to Real Madrid. And obviously, Real Madrid will have to pay something else. But I don't think they will do that. Like, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm feeling bad for him because 
he's you know you, people have not really seen what he can do even yeah even myself have not even fully seen it but after the glimpses i've seen i know i know that he can play i know he's a player with the potential what the money that they paid for him you know like he might not be worth it right now obviously how old is he what has he done but that potential they paid they, they paid that money for that potential and they are not lying the question now is is the environment going to be right for him to just reach what he's supposed to reach or is it just going to be a story of what could have been because even injury is now hitting him now if he's now injured again and stuff like it's just looking somehow for him beginning years in spain you know like yeah let it not be like become another dembele like uh usman dembele uh, barcelona stuff just maybe you always be injured when when you come back it's touch and miss, it's touch and go. I'm saying touch and miss, touch and go here and there. You know, it's not re- you don't really know if he's going to do well, go ahead and do well or not. But yeah, so it's 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 that's what I'm just thinking about. Like this, yeah. Hopefully, it works out for him, man, because I think the boy is really good, and you know, I would like to see him prosper. <laughs> but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like yeah. So uh, speaking of, uh, 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 not speaking of, but going back to talking about the Premier League and when they are going to start, this uh, uh, they came out with news that six out of 748 players tested, you know, tested positive for the COVID. That was the first test, the, the first round of tests. And I thought that wasn't bad at all, actually. But, you know, the fact that there's still a few people still testing positive is obviously a bad thing. But, you know, I just, I thought that wasn't bad at all because... You know, six out of seven forty-eight. I don't know. You do the math. Like, yeah, it's it's obviously quite. It's a very good number in the sense where it's very low. It's towards where you like it. You know. And then they did a second one, and it was two. You know, only two players from I guess two different clubs. Obviously, it's been. It's still testing that there's somebody that has it. It's still a bad thing. But I'm saying, you know, maybe there's improvement, and in that sense, or in that sense. But the thing is. Whoever obviously has it would have to quarantine for a bit more and stuff. They might not even be as ready for the season. Say the season starts, you know, restarts as they are going to, as they are saying, you know, they might not have to, uh, they might not come back on time. But then the thing is, uh, people who test positive for it, say, not people who test positive for it. I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about this second wave thing because say one of them has never had it and we just assume that almost all of them probably would have had it by now and passed but say there was there's one person that has not had it at all or even there's probably even more than one maybe that never even tested positive at any point you know what if someone now gives it because some people are saying some people will say that you know uh if you have already had it you have the antibodies so they are trying to do that herd immunity thing, you know, by if everybody coming back who, you know, it's, it's people that have already had it. You know, if you've had it, even if it passes on to the next person, they have probably had it. Maybe that's how everything is restarting back and everything. It's just herd immunity. But what if there's somebody that hasn't had it, but you, you probably assume that they have because they are still, they are in the group of all Premier League players. They are all going to come back or at least is what you're trying to achieve, you know. What if one of them hasn't has it had it now and then you now end up maybe having it and giving it to him and then his own now becomes a bad situation say his mom dies god forbid or you know yeah that kind of stuff here we are in that problem because i just I, so it's just we're just in it's a conundrum it's a problem i would like to see the league back germany obviously they are back but 
I feel like they're keeping it on the hush hush about their testing and who has it and who hasn't tested positive or negative, blah blah blah, that kind of stuff. So I guess maybe they are not criticized too much. But I know obviously there are positive tests in their stuff, but they are not really talking about it too much. But overall, in general, I feel like it's early to restart anything. It's still early, but it's like I'm not going to complain about football. Like yeah, but I see people like Troy Dini. And I guess big ups to them. They want to uh, 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 protect their families, and I get that. So it's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really asking about the second wave, especially. Like even the first time to start, you know, I, I just, I don't know how it's going to happen, man. I don't. And also, when are the fans going to come back? Obviously, that's the, that's the, the. Because are they going to try and do herd immunity for the fans too? Like, will you just start? Will you bring? Are they going to bring them back in the, in in groups or bring back only people? You know, a few people are distressed for them, then some people over at that other end, and then some people over there. Or honestly, I don't know. But I think the fans one might still be a long time, and we might go through the end of this whole season up until next season, and there will be still no fans. Like, yeah, but you know, the game is the game. You know, we'll watch it and everything. So, speaking of my United Stratford, then let me, I guess, because uh, I'm trying to think, was there, what was, what else did I feel like talking about? Like, because I was, yeah, I was feeling like speaking about a few things, which I have just done. But, um, uh, 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 I guess I will finish off with, you know, I guess my United things like uh, Igalo, you know. I've just seen this whole Igalo issue. Obviously, they said Shanghai Shenhua wants him back. And I'm thinking, I mean, they reserve their right to want him back. You know, people might think they are, they are boss skills and they are spoiling the show and everything. But maybe it's just the perfect stuff for him. Just play them few games he played for his dream club. Score, you know, have a good ratio like that. You know, because, see, you either, uh, 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 what do you call it, die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. We're all happy with Igalo. Now, I'm not saying that it will go bad if he stays. I'm not saying that at all. That's not what I'm saying. But it's like, say he extends his stuff now, everything, you know, and it's not really working out for him, especially with Rashford coming back, you know, and maybe he's not getting chances, or when he gets it, it's not really working out. It will all end up in people start insulting him. And me, I would like my guy, Igalo, to go freely and just enjoy the high he's on so if he has to leave now you know it's better for him to live on the higher like i'm full i'm cool with that and especially if if you know it's it's their he's their player now if they want him back you know whatever he got the chance to play for his club you know for his dream club and i'm so happy for him being his fellow nigerian and also him he just seems like a cool guy plus i always thought he was good which he has shown that he can score goals four in seven or what that's not what he has scored or what was it or how many goals did he score yeah something is that kind of record or something like that which is not bad at all so if he has played his last game for us you know shout out to him he he, he did a good job we'll remember him fondly even as my united fans even ones that are not nigerian so yeah, and uh, that's what I'm saying. So you know, I, the question is, what's 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 my United what's my United solution to that though? Who are we going to loan another player if we are starting uh, restarting the 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 league now or something? Or do we just go? I'm I'm thinking they will probably just yeah, especially if Rashford is back. I'm thinking they will probably just go to the end of the season with the players they have, give back Igalo. Not loan anyone else. Just finish the season like this. With if since Rashford is back, plus it's a rumor, but I'm hearing Angel Gomez might have signed a contract. And 
it seems a bit coincidental that if he signs this contract just when they say Igalo is going back, so he might become more of an option during this COVID-19 footballing times, like if the thing restarts again now. So, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, but that's my, my take on the Igalo thing. Like, yeah, if Shenoa wants him back, you know, give him back. I don't, I don't think, I don't think we should buy him per se, depending on what the money is, but nah, we can't just buy him. And especially if they don't want to, they are offering him that kind of contract too. Him too, he would think about it, about going back. Now, I know he wants to stay in Man United. If I was him, I would rather stay for my dream club. But, you know, he has played a few games, felt the Old Trafford, this thing. You know, yeah, he probably will always be welcomed himself and stuff. So, it's like, that's he got in. He got in at Man United. So, if that's it for him, then that's it for him. That's how me, I feel about it. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, we're waiting to see what's going to happen with the Premier League. Like, yeah, they're saying restarts might be... I think they said, I think when I read the thing that Ceballos apparently leaked to the press or were talking to the Spanish press about, I think it was the 20th of June, but I might be wrong. They said La Liga is the eighth. So slowly but surely, you know, Bundesliga said the, 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 the way, but slowly but surely, you know, it's coming back. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. That's, that's all I have to say. But, you know, I'm just so happy to have sports back. Or coming back a bit because even NASCAR, them they are coming back. I don't watch NASCAR, I won't even lie, like like that. But it's like it shows that sports are coming back. The other uh, 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 yesterday they played a, a a a charity golf tournament between Tiger Woods. You know, one team was Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning. The other team was Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. You know, and I always and when I saw them playing the golf, I was like, huh, that's crazy. Golf, golf is actually one of the sports that you could have actually continued playing easily during this COVID time. Obviously, you wouldn't have the fans that stand around, but it's a one-man sport. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's like you could have been golfing every day. So I think them, they probably never should have even stopped, or you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, just continue golfing. It's a big piece of land, but yeah, you know. So, um. Let me see. I think that's what I have to say for this new episode. It's good to be back, even in these circumstances of COVID-19. And, you know, it's just good to have my head back, like, to be able to, like, make a podcast episode. So, yeah, you know, I guess I've spoken about most the most things I, I want to talk about, like, this time. Like, yeah, so we'll see what happens. You know, keep on staying at home, guys, if you can. Ooh, wait, I wanted to give a shout-out to Kai Havers just to end the, the this thing. I wanted to give a shout-out to Kai Havers. Shout-out to Kai Havers. I've been impressed with his performances like this, 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 when Bundesliga just came back now, you know. That guy's still 20 years old, 20, and one, he's 6'2". That's a big midfielder, <laughs> like, you know. And two, he's, he's such a technical guy for such a tall guy and such a level-headed guy. I think he even skippered the, the the team in the the last game they played and he scored he scored two goals in two successive matches coming back which means my guy is coming back hot and i think he played as center forward which is crazy but it, it, it makes sense being his height now that's what i'm saying someone that tall six two you know uh, he can play center forward and if he's scoring there maybe he might show as his center forward or like his supporting striker now but i heard uh you know there are rumors obviously especially with his covid19 performances being high like this there are rumors of obviously clubs you know man united even being one of them but i don't think i don't think we're going to buy him it could it, it will it will fit in with ole ole's you know go it will go with ole though because 
Ole is like a, 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 a Havertz is a young boy. Ole is someone that he could possibly listen to. It's not like he has worked with any really top managers yet where he can say, I only want to work with top managers. You know, so it's like someone that Ole can buy because it's someone he can manage. You know, he will probably be able to manage and stuff. There'll be bigger people around him to 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 watch over him and stuff. But I heard Mourinho wants him too. And I also think he's a, he's a Mourinho type of midfielder. He looks like an he's an imposing midfielder. He reminds me of a he reminds me of a Lampard, but not in the sense of the way they play or even how they move. But just that box to box midfielder who 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 will always show up and also score goals. He's a dominating influence in the center of midfield. You know, and Mourinho likes those kind of people. Plus, he's physical, which is right up Mourinho street. So. Let's see what Tottenham do because he can always go there and be an, a marquee signing for them because the few people they have signed have not been too impressive in Dombele, them, and uh, Jetson Fernandez. So they might still need midfielder, and you know, Havertz might be that might just be a fresh new team. And him, he'll be because Tottenham is not like it's not like Tottenham is like Man United where if he goes there, there are even other people that where he, he, he will still not be the star. If Havertz goes to Tottenham at this point, he'll probably be the star except Harry Kane. You know, Ericsson has left. You know, so it's like if he goes there now, at at as the way his value is increasing, he probably will be the main star in there. So, you know, I will see what happens. But it was just a shout out to him. I need to watch him even more because I don't watch him as much. But I, I know he can play. I've seen what he does. You know, he reminds of Ozil, but a, a more classy and a more not classy, a more energetic. And a more imposing, someone that will not go missing in games, kind of Ozio, <laughs> you know. You know, no disrespect to Ozio, but I've already made up my mind on Ozio in this life. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> like, yeah, another episode will come soon. You know, stay home, stay safe. You know, we'll pass through this coronavirus stuff. Hopefully, fans back in the stadium. Hopefully, more football, more sports. Ciao.